0: Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 207 of the Nerd Cantina Show. I'm your host, Ken, joined by my co-host, Steve, and we're going to recap a little bit of nerd news. This week, we're going to cover our thoughts on a spoiler-free review of Doctor Strange, and then talk a little bit more in entertainment with HBO Max, uh, picking up a Dune prequel, and jump into some tech news where we've got a stablecoin in crypto that has crashed. We have some updates to password tech. And then uh, a couple other tech updates. And then we've got a bunch of topics over in space. A lot to get to. Let's get started.
1: Calling back all nerds. Nerds!
0: All right. And we are here with episode 207. And I am recording this. In the best way that I can, while I'm out in a hotel traveling for work, and forgot to bring my microphone.
1: Yeah, he forgot about all you people. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so hopefully, uh, hopefully the audio here is is going to be tolerable. Uh, either way, we're doing it. So let's uh, let's go ahead yeah, and just w- get into it. We're here, and what we've got is. Doctor Strange, right? I saw a movie. You saw a movie.
1: This is also it's, a very uh, rare occasion. <laughs> like it's happening more often. I'm liking it.
0: <laughs> and uh, let's yeah, let's talk about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. And you know, first let's hear what, what are your thoughts. I, I Good?
1: thought it. I thought it. Bad? It rested at the the top level of mediocrity. Like I <laughs>
0: okay, hold
1: on. Like, <laughs> like it, I just I don't know. Like I I thought they. They were really ambitious in it. Some of it played out well. Some of it didn't sit right. Um, you know, it's just it was a really kind of just like out there storyline. You know what I mean? Like they, they, you know, multiverse of madness, man. They really went hard. They're going hard on this multiverse, and you know, some of it just I don't know. It just didn't work well. I, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this one. Like it, it's entertaining go watch it right it's a Marvel movie you'll enjoy it uh, but yeah I, I it didn't sit well with me I, I didn't care for the way it was filmed like I didn't care for Sam Raimi really trying to make this a horror film like to a point of reaching and and doing like horror tropes that like I just didn't care to see uh, like maybe it's because I've never been a big horror genre fan. Yeah, same. Like there was there was a lot of stretching to try to make this more horror-y, uh, in in Sam Raimi style. There was, and I, I think like because of that, because of that desire to do like the horror, almost like the story of it just was playing second fiddle to the to the way it wanted to be filmed. Like the story really just didn't make much sense. or Yeah, it's or work it's out a super me.
1: sci-fi subject and it wasn't really a sci-fi movie you know what I mean yeah. and like yeah the the sci-fi storyline of it did suffer I I don't know for me it was really hard to see Scarlet Witch as like a true villain now we had somebody in the cantina say that I spoiled it because I said Scarlet Witch is villain if you couldn't pick that up I don't know what to tell you like like if you watched WandaVision, if you saw the trailers, if you saw anything like going into this movie, you you should have kind of known that. Like, I don't I don't know, but I I don't know. After yeah. after a over a decade of seeing her as, you know, Wanda Maximoff and you know, just the way that she's been, you know, emotionally tethered to vision and, and you know, was just a really good in complex character. It was really hard to see her as like a true villain. Like I don't know, in the, in the comics I, you see Scholar Witch is a villain all the time. You you shrug it off. You know she goes back and forth. Um I, there was something about the movie medium where it was just really hard to see Elizabeth Olsen as this like vicious and it wasn't her fault. I don't even think it had to do with acting. I just, I don't know. It, you you just get Honestly,
0: to... I thought she did fairly well with it, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I, It was in... Yes, it is a spoiler to to some level sorry for those of you who who didn't piece that together yourself but like Wandavision ended with her in her trance going through the dark hold like when you thought she just was going to manage the dark hold and and like and that was like well even in all the previews <laughs> you know gonna... she's
1: she's hand movement around like like you you should you should know like you should know like sorry <laughs> yeah. uh, but she yeah she, i i think she did well acting and I just, I don't know, it it was just really the gravity of, like, how devastating of a villain she can be, just, like, it just didn't sit as well as if if you were introduced to a new character, and they were like, you're like, okay, this is the bad guy, blah, 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 like, because she was an Avenger first, and, you know, she's fighting ex-Avengers and and good guys, like, you just, it didn't, that, that, like, complexity of the relationships that she has while being the scarlet witch just didn't play out very well for me
0: yeah and then i think you you mentioned about you know she's not a new character well they did introduce new characters i won't give a spoiler on who they are but i feel like they were introduced in like the most unsatisfying way yeah
1: it was pretty lazy
0: like it it, it just it, it it was just pointless like even even like the the major new character right uh, that it that the whole storyline is driven behind, like I don't know. She doesn't like she's never really even explained in this. <laughs> like, I mean, they give that, yeah they give a bad. quick
1: explanation, you know that that is enough to to satisfy like that.
0: Yeah, check the, the smallest box possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, but she, I don't know, like it it wasn't, but it, to me it wasn't like a bad movie though either. There's a lot of no. a lot of cool things that that you know when they hit the screen you get excited about um it was just as the overall story i just kind of really had a problem with in some in some of the choices they made you know by the end of the movie i have no fucking clue where marvel's going
0: like <laughs> oh yeah absolutely like they, yeah they leave it wide open to do whatever the hell they want uh at by the end of it and yeah i think the movie was entertaining and stuff like that but there were just too many things in it that I, like, I just didn't,
1: well, and so, didn't
0: care for, didn't like, like, even like, just simple stuff, like, hey, whoever's seen the movie, you probably know what I'm talking about when I say, like, the Fantasia fight. That's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. That was just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even, <laughs> that shit angered me. Like, I was literally watching it, I was thinking, oh, my, like, this is like jumping the shark. This is them going in such a stupid, corny, <laughs> well and there's
1: you know this isn't uh, a spoiler it's called the multiverse of madness the scene where they're they're going through multi multiverses it's it's like they designed it for when it comes out on blu-ray so that you can slow it down pause it see. Yeah. you know so so there's gonna be people out there that are are dissect this like crazy and be like oh you didn't like it because you didn't see this split second fucking silhouette of this character that i fucking personally love and you know what i mean like like i'm so glad they put like you're just not getting the 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 subtleties of it like okay that's fine like that's fine (laughs) you you obviously watched a different movie than i did like that's okay
0: (laughs) yeah i I said i think Anybody who's a Marvel fan who hasn't gone and seen the movie, th- like
1: you're not a Marvel this isn't fan. One to
0: have like if you you're haven't seen true. Doctor well, Strange yet, well, like you're on. not, hold you're not really a Marvel fan. Well, like yeah, I don't always get to see it in the first weekend.
1: But even, uh, but you did. <laughs> okay, I, I, <laughs> like, I did in this instance, like, but you did. You know, like this was a big one, like.
0: I, I and I love Doc, I love the character Doctor Strange. I normally like I my my favorite you know the the buddy cop pairs right the trope that's always used where it's always the like Doctor Strange and Wong together. Like, yeah, they those, play those, it are, off like, real well. Two favorite guys yeah. that that play off each other very like the of all the Marvel duos like that. That's probably the one that I always find most entertaining. Uh, I think I think the best again.
1: duo though is Ant Man and uh, what's his face the the Mexican oh, best friend yeah. like that's that's the best duo like, by far. But yeah, they they did it good. Like in in Wong is is becoming a a you know decent player in the Marvel universe. You know they they really they really drive home that Sorcerer Supreme relationship that I that I enjoyed.
0: Yeah, so yeah, in the end, movie's good. It's entertaining. It's not in the top fifty percent of Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just like I get really not upset, but it's like my eyes roll to the point where they hurt every time, like a new movie like this comes out and people just have to be like, it's the best thing that ever came out. Like it's, it's (laughs) like, like every Marvel movie or every, you know, star Wars or every DC movie that just is the latest, you know, released just has to be the best. And if you don't agree with that, then you're not a true fan. Like, like people are just so accepting to because it's their thing you know what i mean like yeah you know and and a lot of them are my thing but i could also admit when my thing sucks like it's (laughs) like but so so there was a lot of that you know like oh my god it was so fun it was phenomenal and blah 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 and i don't know i just think that some audiences are just really easily pleased you know like and you like if if that's you like I envy you. I envy the fact that you can walk into a room and watch a cookie cutter movie and and be amazed because I can't. (laughs) I just, I can't do it.
0: And no, I don't think this was a cookie cutter movie. I I do think that they really, they did try to push a a lot of new direction for Marvel, right? Like this is not the cookie cutter Marvel formula. Uh, So some people might like, like I said, the horror tropes and stuff like that. To me, I could have done without it. I could have just been told a cool story involving and explaining the multiverse uh, a bit better introduce some new characters better and had less you know jump at the screen gotcha moments
1: yeah it was like there there's a lot of people upset that the thing should have got a rated r thing or a rating and in those there's some other people that are like praising raimi for pushing the envelope of pg-13 but yeah like i did think to myself a little bit like oh shit like, <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're they're doing this, huh? <laughs> I, there
0: there are there were moments in it. I was thinking like this this should have come with like a disclaimer was like maybe hold off taking your kids to see this one until you've seen it. Yeah, right. Like that this this one does push in areas that.
1: Well, I mean, so I so know. they so we went we did the story when the script was first out and before they even started shooting that they said it was going to be a horror movie. Like they didn't hide that right. it was going to be horror themed. We, we reported on that fucking over a year ago. They just forgot to remind people when the movie actually released that it was a horror film again, you know, like, cause I, yeah. even I forgot until I got in the theater. I was like, Oh yeah, they did say that this was supposed to be like a scary kind of movie.
0: But we, we speculated at that time when it was gonna be a horror movie, we speculated that maybe it was just gonna be a bit of a throwaway movie and not have major like MCU implications. Like it was gonna be in a multiverse that like this movie was almost gonna be a standalone because of the fact that like if it was horror, that it would turn off some, it wouldn't be kid friendly and stuff like that, and maybe it was just gonna be its own thing. And no, this definitely has a lot of tie to the MCU and well, a lot this of implications was, to the this MCU. This was
1: like kind of one of the the first Marvel movies that if you haven't seen three or four oh. Marvel movies before this, you had no fucking clue what was going on.
0: And a Disney Plus show. Yeah, right? and a
1: Disney like, Plus show. Yeah, you have this, no this fucking clue. This is the clue.
0: first one that, that necessitates that Disney Plus shows have to be watched.
1: Yeah. You know, so, like, they're they're starting to now make movies, which I can appreciate. You know, like, we every movie doesn't need to stand alone on its own, you know, context-wise when you have you know, fuck, man, we're going on almost two decades of Marvel movies here. Like, so, like, yeah, just pick up the story where it left off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, every every one of these isn't just a sequel to its origin story. It's a sequel to a overall, you know, major storyline that's playing through. So, yeah, this was the kind of thing, I think the first one that, that if you walked in not seeing three or four other Marvel properties, you... You were at a big disservice.
0: Yeah. Well, we can move on from here unless you've got some uh, some parting thoughts. No, but.
1: it exists. Go see it.
0: Yep. All right. Well, let's let jump in. We got just a one other thing that I found worth talking about in entertainment this week, and uh, and that's HBO Max is beneficially uh, greenlit to to do the Dune prequel series, which that's that rumor's been going around for a little while now. Uh, it's it's official. It's going to be a prequel focused on the uh, the Bene Jesuit. So the the badass women who have mystical powers and are are kind of the puppet masters uh, behind the scenes should be interesting. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, I, I'm not if if they put it,
1: if they well so it, it's going to be really hard to match like the cinematography level in the the like Dune is still one of my favorite movies. That, Came out in the last couple of years. Like I, I, love that movie. I still, I've watched it probably once a month. You know, it's so to to have that same same kind of gravity. Um, I mean, if there's any network that can do it, it's going to be HBO. You know, like they they handle some these properties really well. But it's going to take you know some
0: yeah. And I I don't think they need the the scope. You know, Dune is focused on a planet that really. Like, push the limits of cinematography. When they're focused on just the the Bene Gesserit, right? Most of the time, like, you could do that as, like, a Game of Thrones thing with, with, like, limited sets, mostly in, in the buildings, very, like, political type, type drama, uh, of, of them working behind the scenes. It's, it's not them sprawling in a desert with sandworms and shit, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think that they can, they can still put this together. The, the director for at least the first two episodes is going to be, uh, the director who did, uh, Chernobyl.
1: Which, which was great.
0: Which was great, right? And so that's that's a that's a good sign out the gate. Uh, somebody who can bring a, a pretty heavy, serious tone uh, to this show.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they do it well, I'm all for it. I just, I you know, anytime you start out the gate with a movie done that well, like there's not much room <laughs> to to improve or, or keep the same. Like it can only really go downhill from at this point. Not to mention like. Let's let's get starting shooting number two. Okay, let's before we before we worry about T V shows and shit, let's uh let's start the filming on, on part on part two and uh get that out <laughs> as soon as possible. Like how how this wasn't filmed back to back blows my mind. And how like they they still are I think they're they're finishing up the screenplay. Like it's it's still they, not they even started filming. Yeah, it's still not even started yet. So we're still two and a half years out from fucking too, like <laughs> fuck
0: that's right we're gonna get two avatar movies in the meantime yeah
1: <laughs> that trailer came out at the beginning of doctor strange do you uh do you see that no no I get
0: the, the the trailer for no
1: yeah that, that was the big thing is that the avatar trailer was in the beginning of doctor strange like that's how they released it
0: not where i was
1: oh shitty yeah i got the
0: the, the new jurassic movie
1: well of course yeah i already got trailer, my tickets but... for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's it that's it uh, so yeah no i, I didn't see, i did see it on youtube uh which it's not really much of a trailer it's just screenshots of very good looking <laughs> water
1: scenes i don't know man it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be real interesting to see what what they do with that movie yeah and speaking of more movies um i, I you're gonna have to see another one because uh top gun 2 comes out in like a week
0: <laughs> or two, I know.
1: two weeks
0: like and i'm still traveling for the next two weeks so i, I won't better, be able to see it you
1: better find a motherfucking couple hours pull something out your ass boy we were born yeah, in, I, we were born in the 80s motherfucker you better step that
0: game up <laughs> for for sure i'm gonna see it uh but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to see it opening weekend
1: i got yeah but, uh, i got my tickets yeah <laughs> be too man I wanna I wanna feel that rumble I'm fucking blow my eardrums out with fucking that shit <laughs> all
0: right let's move out of entertainment we got a bunch of stuff in the tech sector and a bunch of stuff in space to talk about uh, oh,
1: I can't wait till we get to space
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know <laughs> at least one of the ones you're probably <clears throat> excited to talk about but let's let's do tech first and we've got uh some i'm I'm gonna talk about good news in crypto uh nfts because because if much you checked your wallet lately. Right
1: <laughs> if you checked your wallet at all or your 401k
0: some you, of us who are big fans of jpegs and crypto are not doing well right yeah,
1: now no. yeah they uh but uh, the smart play was to sell a long time ago and just wait this all out because this one hurts this this really
0: hurts <laughs> but uh but yeah this this week we get instagram giving at least one sliver of good news in the the crypto space and that's that they're going to support nfts similar what twitter did and instead of making people pay for it with like twitter did with twitter blue where you had to pay in order to have your yeah NFTs it, like it. like instagram's that. just going to do it they're just going to gonna give it to us so yay and, and not <laughs> just my
1: and not just on the ethereum blockchain either which i think is kind of cool like because like OpenSea in metamask and stuff doesn't even load your like polygon nfts or, or anything. Well, OpenSea like
0: does polygon and solana now uh they just started doing solana i think last week uh so you can you can uh see and sell and transact in polygon and solana uh nfts on open C so it, those those chains are moving more in the forefront in the NFT space what but I yes. want
1: to know though is like there's gonna they're gonna need a, an algorithm that can scan these like screenshots you know what I'm saying like if if your blockchain contract is attached to the you know to your NFT on Instagram then it should be really easy for them to remove any exact copies of that NFT so that if I put my, you know, creepy baby or vampire or, you know, weird monkey on on Instagram, that anybody that, you know, were to screenshot that and put it on theirs would be taken down because mine's easily verifiable, right?
0: I don't think that they're going to, bother with that that's a lot then what's the fucking point
1: (laughs) then what's the fucking point
0: it's the it's the flex man you just it's just about the flex it's just so that way we can proudly display our nfts people will know that we own this thing that is right now worth way less than what we probably paid for (laughs) Uh, and, (laughs) and and we can all commiserate together through verified nfts uh like i mean it doesn't really make much of a difference To some world it does right some of these big bigger projects like those just it's so
1: those people on instagram that are constantly fake flexing really do bother yeah. me the the you know and, and the dudes the thing, that like- see a parked lamborghini and take a picture on it you know to post <laughs> like the all that kind of shit just really kind of bothers me how like fake people are and with this nft stuff in the blockchain like it's very easily verifiable you know in it yeah
0: but but now we like again if 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 there's some Twitter account that has a bored ape on it and its profile picture is a circle and not a hexagon, well, I, I don't need Twitter to take that down. I could just already come into it pretty suspe- suspicious that this person who owns a $300,000 ape can't spend $3 a month for Twitter Blue to have it verified,
1: Well, right? like. <laughs> so I, I, I get that point. But at the same time, we have algorithms that will ban you on social media if you say... Anything remotely, you know, violent or, you know, like, I, I've gotten the, the, the ban hammer for like the most general of like, you know, I hate fucking McDonald's. Dress. Like, I fucking hate McDonald's. And, and, and then you just get a ban because you, you, you have certain things that trigger it. Like, it, why can't there be an algorithm that, that stops people, you know, cause, cause there are stupid people that don't know the difference between a hexagon and a circle. Then they're just going to be like, you know, like I just, and it's not like it affects my life. It just really, you know, grinds my gears. <laughs> it's,
0: it's funny. This is, this is where you call for censorship. Is
1: is it really censorship though? Like I own, like, I don't know. I don't think it's censorship if you like, <laughs> I don't allow you to like, cause you don't own it. Like you don't own the rights to, oh, to my creepy, yeah. my weird monkey.
0: <laughs> it's true. I guess I don't care, but <laughs> maybe maybe a little waste effort on that in the future. But uh, yeah, let's move from from NFTs to just you know we can talk about the the crypto market as a whole, which we kind of already did. Is down. It's down bad. Uh, things things are looking bad. It's not looking like it's going to turn around. Uh, you know, I think I think we're hoping for some sideways movement at best, uh, and not to see. Yeah, stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. Yeah, but uh, one of the, the things that I want to talk about that's most like damaging of what happened in this kind of tanking of the market is UST. Uh, so uh, the the Terra Luna chain, which is a stable coin, UST T is a stable coin, which simply means that's pegged to the US dollar. Uh, so no matter what happens, uh, UST should be $1 maybe 1.0001 0001 or 99.99998 or something like that, right? Like as far as its value, Uh because the whole point of it is that it's pegged to the value of the US dollar. So that way, if you wanted to say sell some crypto assets, but you didn't want to transact it into fiat currency, pay the taxes, all the requirements and all the things necessary to do that, you can keep it still pegged to fiat currency in value, but it still exists as a crypto asset that you could easily trade, transfer, and do whatever you wanted to low-fee-wise. UST f- crumbled uh, this week, and UST is tied to a, a another token called uh, Luna, and essentially the way it's designed is that you can sell whenever you wanted to transact between Luna and UST, uh, those values kind of stay the same. So if you wanted to, to sell a, a million dollars in, in Luna, you'd get a million dollars in UST, Uh, and as Luna's price goes up, right, that changed how many UST you got based off the price of Luna. So Luna's fluctuated a bit. UST never did. That's the whole point of that ecosystem of trading back and forth between those two and staking those assets. Uh, UST fell to like 90 cents, uh, for a while. Well, that's, that's a big deal, right? That's a, that's a 10% drop to something that absolutely should not, cannot drop. It's fundamental purpose can't allow it to drop. Uh, and then you see the, the Luna, uh, I can't remember what the acronym is, but the, the Luna organization, they ended up having to sell like a $1.4 billion stake in Bitcoin in order to try to cover losses and try to, to recapture it. Uh, you can go ahead and just say it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it went down to 90 cents and started getting picked up really badly or whatever else. It is now down to 32 cents at the time of us recording. Oh, us right Jesus now. Christ. Um, it is completely tanked. Uh, and that's for UST luna is even worse uh as far as like the total value drop on those things like people who are holding those assets like this is this is where like you want big bad government to stay out of crypto this is where they're going to step in is when things that are traded and and like called for as a pegged asset will not fluctuate in value and these things fail uh because of the because the, the system couldn't hand the, handle the volume of, of trading and, and the problems that took place during the this tanking of the market like this is where well, the SEC, so SEC's so gonna i'm at. gonna
1: play kind of crypto dummy and like i, I kind of see what the difference is but so my dollar that's in my wallet paper dollar that's in my wallet isn't really worth a dollar anymore due to inflation. Now, with the stable coin, I'm trying to understand that, like, so, so, like, this the stable coin gets hit with like almost double inflation, right? The coin's dropped in value, so it's not even worth a dollar. And then if you want to cash that out, your dollar isn't even right. worth a dollar. So you get hit almost with a double kind of like inflationary rate. But I'm, trying to grasp on why the ust should hold at a constant dollar given the fact that we have unprecedented rates of inflation going on right now
0: well i mean i'll just fundamentally argue with the fact that you said that you know one dollar isn't worth a dollar. And it's like, no, $1 is still worth a dollar. Even when inflation happens. $1 My dollar doesn't still have the dollar. value. Your dollar doesn't spend at the same exactly. rate, right? Because of inflation. But $1 is still always worth a dollar. So there's always a value to have a a, a cryptocurrency that stays tethered to that value of the US dollar. Whether whether that US dollar is buying less today because inflation's higher or not, that doesn't matter. Like You can still transact it. You could still bring it out into fiat currency at the same rate at whatever the dollar is today. Uh, and there's there's value again in that as far as kind of keeping your money on on the sideline, but still keeping it in the crypto ecosystem. Like there are reasons to.
1: So my my thought is though is like crypto crypto just reflects that that change in value. So it's like our cost of goods go up and and you know wages stay the same. That's you know how you end up feeling the inflation because you can't buy as much with it you know so so essentially like the the crypto version would be the cost of goods staying the same but your coin being worth less is that like that's how i'm kind of like picturing how this ust worked is that you know like nothing is worth what it was a year ago 2 years ago
0: right and and that's without the, getting into all the metrics and i and i truly have never invested into to luna or or ust so i i, I Never really dug into it. I, I did read quite a bit about it before doing this recording, um, but like the the mechanisms on like how people were making money. One, if you just kept your money in UST, uh, you were able to earn up to a 20% interest rate for staking and holding that value in UST. Uh, that allowed you to like, that's what backed the, the system that allowed it to stay within that range of the dollar. Uh, that was a, a big portion of what they did was pay out these rewards for people staking uh, and holding their money in there uh, and then the trading, the trading of Luna right the Luna price fluctuated uh so you trading back and forth between u s t and Luna based off of you know whether you wanted the higher value asset of Luna. Uh, or you wanted to trade in, you know, one Luna, which was worth like $90 to get 90 UST because maybe you're speculating, Hey, that you'd rather have the 20% rewards instead of the speculation of the price value of, of Luna. Either way, like, long story short of this is it's tanked. Like, this is, a, this was a major, like, significant market cap on the, the total crypto world. Yeah. Market. You were supposed to be able to like, put your
1: money in this and it was just, it was going to be the safe space to keep, yeah, you know, yeah. in crypto.
0: Like, uh, you know, we talk about UST being down to thirty cents, which should never have dropped from under a dollar. Uh, and then Luna, in the last seven days, has gone from a value of ninety dollars per uh, per Luna to ninety cents. It went today alone. It went from I think it was like it started the day off at sixty dollars, and it's at ninety cents right now.
1: Buy like, the dip. That, that is, <laughs>
0: Uh, not this is not finance. financial advice. <laughs> not financial advice. Uh, <laughs> this is like I said this is the one of the things like for for me that's a, a big believer in crypto, also a believer in like crypto regulation that I want to see regulation in the space to mature the the space. This is not where I want to to see it, right? Like the SEC is going to get involved in things like this. Uh this is going to draw such negative attention. Uh, when you see billions of dollars disappear overnight because of uh, essentially what's going to be broken down as like bad mechanics uh, and tokenomics or, or whatever else that,
1: that wasn't able to hold up. It's uh, just a horrible time in the world to need money. Like, it's just such a yes. horrible time, whether it's crypto, paper cash, fucking pesos, dollars, rubles. S- stock market. I don't give a matter. fuck, man. Right. Like, if you, if you need to buy something at all in life, it fucking sucks right now, man. Like, right. Like, like, my girlfriend does all the grocery shopping and would like, you know she said like you know it's getting it's getting expensive out there and i don't pay attention to to the grocery money or whatever we need food you know just pay, just buy it i went to the grocery store the other day and filled up like a a third of a cart bro and it was like 260 bucks i was like holy shit like what the fuck like it, it was such a dick punch to to by dinner like <laughs> i couldn't fucking believe it you know like it is just a horrible time financially for for the the world right now you know but do but you talk to the united states government man. we're economic economy's bowman economy's bowman <laughs> like, it's just such it's such a messed up time something's gonna have to give man we got to pull out of this like i don't i don't know I I I I did not go to the to the Chicago School of Economics <laughs> like <laughs> you know but but something's gonna have to, like somebody do something to stop the bleeding like we need to get back on our feet here and i don't even give a shit about my crypto tokens at this point like i just i just want to not have a grocery cart that costs me over 350 fucking bucks
0: <laughs> well we'll see all that stuff's way out of our hands so let's talk about what we do do kind of know about and uh and let's let's move on with a little more tech stuff i won't talk about crypto anymore today uh it's depressing uh let's just talk about some some general tech stuff there's kind of an interesting collaboration taking place between apple google and microsoft to uh to eliminate passwords once and for all uh and this has been talked about for for many many years uh, about how passwords are just they're just not secure it doesn't really Man, matter we, we you we said end, this. passwords are just bad yeah we've
1: been said uh, this my phone scans my face <laughs> like, like, my phone scans my face how are we, right, how, we, still, how, need... are we still typing in uh, lowercase and uppercase and symbols
0: and that's essentially what this is trying to to leverage is essentially once you have a trusted device that is on your apple id or your google account or a Microsoft account, uh, once you have a device like your phone that is signed into those things and you use your fingerprint or your face or, or whatever biometrics uh, for your trusted device, that when you go to log into the, your accounts, instead of like if you want to go to your bank and instead of logging in with your username and password at your bank and maybe having two-factor authentication that's going to send a text message or an email which is not secure two-factor authentication in the first place, really when, when you would go to your bank, it's just going to ask you to log into your trusted device, so your phone. So then your phone ends up becoming your authenticator to everything. Uh, Which is dope. You you never have to pa- do a password, just, yeah, you go to a computer, and as long as you're within close distance to, uh, to what you're trying to unlock, uh, then... You just unlock it through your phone, and you gain access. <laughs> so, and if you lose your phone, any trusted device, so you can have multiple devices, like that's probably one of the things that you would have to do in order to kind of be smart is, yeah, get a, have your phone, and then you make your computer a trusted device or make your tablet a trusted device, something else so that way. If you lose your phone or your phone's stolen, you have some mechanism to recover it.
1: Now, my, my dumb ass has a little personal kind of issue with this. And so... <laughs> I begin high as fuck, right? <laughs> like like I, kids go to bed, I get high as fuck. My eyes get so fucking low that when I go to look at my phone, it doesn't unlock. Like I have to I have to like look at my phone and like really try to open my eyes to unlock my phone whenever I get fucking stoned
0: all you do is i think can't you set multiple profiles so you just have to have it rescan your face when you're high.
1: later i guess i could do that when i'm high as fuck like you want me to figure out that shit when i'm high as fuck it's not gonna it's happen like you, could, you
0: could set it to read your right thumb and your left thumb if you wanted to add additional <laughs> biometrics you, there's probably a setting to add in your normal face and your high face yeah
1: i just updated my phone and now it has the uh you know It'll unlock your phone if you have a mask on. It'll do it with with a mask now. Oh so, really? Yeah. <laughs> Daylight dollar short, Apple. Okay, right yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah. like>, <laughs> Apple. We're, we're, <laughs> we're moving past the masks okay if you haven't heard <laughs> but when, like yeah that's when I when I read this article I was like man that's kind of cool I was like but man like if I ever really need to do something like like I could just see myself at the bank on a Saturday just high as hell just like hold on give me a second give me a second and There, there's my dumb ass like eyebrows all high trying to open my eyes <laughs> like, just give me a second hold on it'll work it'll work it'll work <laughs> Like. <laughs> well,
0: not a problem I deal with. Uh <laughs> but ultimately like this is just kind of cool tech and it's cool to see Apple, Google and Microsoft all trying to partner together to have the same standard uh so that way they can That it, I it, think it, is the like,
1: like important thing is that we you know the the universal kind of uh, adoption of this is, I think is really important of, of again you know with the multi platforms like we need a you know like the key is a key. No one's trying to reinvent like the key. Like like we, like everybody has it. you know, gas pumps are all the same for every car. Like like we need some kind of universal adoption with this. And it's good to see that, that multiple major, major tech corporations are, are all willing to, to toe the line.
0: Yep. And let's, uh, let's keep chugging away here on, on some topics. And we've got just a fun story. Uh, so apparently over there in Ukraine, And the Russians were out stealing farm vehicles uh, from from Ukrainians. And uh, John Deere was able to remotely lock out the thieves from the farm equipment, shutting down the Russians.
1: I mean, this is a good story, but it makes me go down that rabbit hole of like cars assassinating people in the future and shit like like because we're we're pretty much there like man elon musk wanted to take somebody out really it's a couple keystrokes if you really think about it like it's it's really just a couple keystrokes at this point
0: yeah so your head went there my head went more with like this is cool tech uh and it also means that like if you're that that farmer scraping by to to try to (laughs) Like you miss a payment to John Deere on that yep. quarter million dollar tractor that yep. you got. Well, that thing's not gonna start for you tomorrow. Yep. Like it's it's just a new it's a new form of like repossession. It's just obsolete, make it completely obsolete, uh, and kill that thing.
1: Well yeah, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have more subscription based vehicles than than actual ownership going into the future. Like the term lease is gonna really change over the next <laughs> few years.
0: No, I just think it's it's interesting tech. Uh, we saw this with uh, I mean, what was there was a, a recent story we talked about uh, with another company doing being able to, like remote stop or block uh, people out of. I can't remember which company it is, but it seems like yeah. Now that everything is kind of tied to to getting updates. I mean, we've kind of had in, this for a while tracking.
1: with OnStar, right? OnStar could start your car, they could kill it in an accident. They like we've we've kind of been here for it's a true. little while.
0: Yeah, it's true. I, I didn't really think about. It. OnStar the, being a story I mean, that's been around for yeah, a long time.
1: The, the dude did it in what? Die Hard 4, Die Hard 5? The kid did it. Remember? Hit the steering wheel, made the airbag go off. The OnStar people come. He starts fake crying, like, oh, my dad, he's dying. Please start oh, the car. Yeah. Like, that shit came out a long time ago.
0: <laughs>
1: a long time ago.
0: <laughs> well, now you've kind of taken how cool I thought the story was away from me. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Let's, let's,
1: move, let's
0: move on. Let's see if you can steal this one from me. Uh, Actually, I think you you were the one who found this article about the Japanese uh, railway company that's using these massive humanoid robots to fix power lines. And I still just always go back to, like, the human form is not the most efficient way. I
1: know. Like,
0: why are we making these weird, gigantic humanoid robots that have, like, the tiniest little camera head, but, but it has arms and a body like a human so there's gotta be a more efficient way to make yeah, a I telescoping mean, robot that could fix these things than hands and arms. The
1: best things we got going for us are thumbs, right? Like, right. <laughs> <like> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the best thing we got going for us. Our knees are, they bend the wrong way for efficiency. Our, are like, like, there's so much wrong with you. If you were to redesign the human body, we would not look like this at all. Keep the thumbs, scrap the rest. Like, just scrap it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but, you know, in this instance, it's like it's – if you got to see, like, the video uh, on the article that we have posted. It, it's – essentially, it's a, it's a crane arm that raises up. And on the end of this crane arm, and instead of, like, a bucket scoop or whatever else, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a humanoid robot. It's a dude. It <laughs> <That> just, <laughs> just gets raised uh, for them to fix, uh, fix these, these power lines. And the, the robot is controlled by VR uh, – so, it's controlled by a human. It's not acting autonomously. Uh, but it's still just creepy. I don't know why we do this to ourselves.
1: Well, I mean... Well, because... So, what I'm going to assume, though, is that if you're going to have a dude controlling it in VR, it kind of has to mimic him. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to turn myself into a lobster claw so I can operate the lobster claw hand on the robot. You know? Like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> like, We got... We got- kids out there controlling every other thing in the world on like video game controllers and stuff like that. You're telling me that the only thing that these <laughs> these people could figure out is how to use a VR with human arms?
1: No, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but it's the easiest thing. You want mass adoption? You gotta make it dummy-proof, man. <laughs> you gotta make it dummy-proof. Maybe. This next story but, uh, is right up your alley
0: here because <laughs> Star- starlink uh, has now finally added portability to uh to its receivers so you can take it anywhere uh for a fee of course but uh you can get portability access which means that yeah i can slap a starlink on my rv roof and hit the road and i can get you know 300 megabytes per second speed just about anywhere in the in the united states uh through starlink <sighs> In the most remote places possible.
1: I mean, that was always the point, right? Is just to be able to bring internet access to everybody from anywhere and have the same speed capabilities and things like that. Um, my wonder is when, like, when Teslas are going to come stocked with them, you know, built in. I
0: don't know; those receivers are still pretty damn big uh, right now. So, and they they're directional, so you have to point them in specific. So it, We're talking
1: about a car that drives itself, okay?
0: I get it. They're <laughs> going to figure it out. It's eventually going to be a thing. Uh, it will absolutely eventually be a thing. Uh, but I think the, that's still years down the road before they, because you know, he's not going to ugly up his car with some <laughs> telescoping satellite. Have you seen the Cybertruck,
1: motherfucker? <laughs> have you seen the Cybertruck?
0: So yeah, I, I do think eventually Starlink Internet's
1: going to be. No, but for all he makes. all you fucking gypsies in your RVs that that love to to roam the country, like this is this is a big deal, you know. So it, it's it's yeah. uh it's pretty cool, you know, with with the the amount of people now becoming nomads and working remotely and and just able to work from anywhere in the country and now live in a you know mobile home like this is this is a big deal.
0: Well, and while we're talking about elon we can just mention real fast uh about elon and i didn't know anything about what was going on but i did see elon's tweet where he tweeted out that if you get get (laughs) epstein yeah he said if i die under mysterious circumstances it's been nice knowing you like that's all he put as as a tweet and i didn't know anything about what was going on with that uh which is funny cuz then his mom replied uh <laughs> saying that's not funny <laughs> <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> out of all the things he tweets out there that gets his mom to respond <laughs> like this yeah. is the one
0: but apparently that that was all brought about because Elon tweeted out a like russian media uh Blurb that essentially was a threat against oh 100 and retaliation against elon for his support of ukraine for St- starlink well support they're basically
1: calling ukraine. him a military combatant because of his yeah. the way he supported ukraine by giving them starlink access they're so like well you created starlink you supplied it to ukraine the united states government delivered it all so now you are part of you know uh, an enemy combatant and that what was the last line that that your your silliness will not save you through this or whatever yeah, like, something, like that, yeah. <laughs> something along those lines you know and and i don't know if you saw so there's uh i think a streamer or some you know some kid making a shit ton of money doing something pointless called mr beast tweeted at him like yeah. if 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 you if you do die can i have twitter and elon was just like sure <laughs> and fucking, he tweeted like no, no takesies, backsies. <laughs> like, like he said it. And honestly, like because it's on Twitter, if he was to die tomorrow, I think he might have a legal case. <laughs> like to be perfectly honest with you, like I don't, I don't know if that that Twitter exchange is going to make you know investors feel <laughs> secure <laughs> in their Twitter investment anymore. Yeah,
0: I don't know. All I know is like. I'm not saying the Russians are right, but I'm saying th- this is something that like these corporations are going to have to battle with when they they do like unilaterally provide support to countries and organizations well, that are uh, in com- in conflict or in war.
1: So so they, let, let's let's like, play like let's go back in history a little bit. You know, Henry Ford shut down the Ford plants to build bombers and shit like that. Was Henry Henry Ford a military combatant? Was the Ford Corporation? a military entity like, like, you know, it's essentially, to me, it's essentially the same thing.
0: No, but he was, but he was delivering goods contracted by the United States Department of Defense inside the Department of Defense, right? Like, like that's, that's a different relationship when it's in your country being contracted and paid for by the Department of Defense. This is different, right? Like this is, this is like Henry Ford making tanks, but then sending them to, to France, right? When France is in war, you know, before the United States joined. Yeah. Like that's a drastically different relationship. Uh so it it just like I said, it's a it's a it's a good debate and argument to have on these companies that they have to like do have to kind of come to, to grips and realize that.
1: Well so someone like Elon well, I don't think gives a fuck. But like yeah, a company that. like Coca Cola or, you know, some some other corporation that, you know, they're you're gonna see I, I couldn't see anybody else doing anything like this anyways. You know what I mean? Like Putting their company bottom line and neck out to do something that they feel is right, despite public opinion or global climate or anything yeah, like maybe, that. Like I maybe maybe not. I can't see any. You're the only one I could see is like maybe a Richard Branson. If England was in in the in some shit, you know, Richard Branson might do something weird with I mean, his I just money. See
0: in, in future conflict when there's gonna be you know t- tons of satellites and stuff both for communication systems also for like imaging systems uh like making choices to to give essentially driving military intelligence by by letting them have access to to imagery or things that you can capture through your google satellites or through whatever else yeah like that 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 can drive a military need that could be perceived as providing Military intelligence and military aid, that could come, come with a, an interpretation of that being an act of war. No, for sure. It's, it's an interesting, state, you know, little, little thing to think about. But let's move on. We've got just a couple of co- topics left and they're all in, in, uh, in space here. First one, the, what is the name of this? Co- I keep forgetting the name of this company, uh, that, that has the, the centrifuge. We've talked about it a bunch of times. Spin launch, uh, Spin launch. They, they launched a, one of their first small payloads into orbit and got to love these nerds over there. Yeah, you got it. Because I strapped a camera to it. Got it. And we and got the YouTube sound got, too.
1: We got the sound, which was a boom. Yeah, it, it, like it wasn't as deep as I had thought or as hoped, yeah. you know, I wanted the night nice thump, you know, but it was it was a, it was a pretty loud fucking boom, man.
0: Yeah. Yep, it was definitely a sonic boom as as this thing exited the tube. Uh and yeah, it just if you watch the video, one be prepared to get dizzy if you watch the video and it's literally just it's in the black and you could just see it just kind of tumbling around in blackness and a little bit of light and then and then yeah it just booms its way out out of the tube uh and this thing goes flying (laughs) up into up into a low orbit and again the whole point of this uh company is to not spend fuel and things here at the ground. Uh, and it also would require significantly less coordination and everything else. If you don't have to launch rocket boosters, of it, you could essentially launch these things at a much higher frequency uh, because FAA clearance and everything else would be way easier to get. This thing just gets chucked yeah. out of that centrifuge, <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs> close to, to a, a, an orbit. And then it could have small rocket boosters from that point to push itself into whatever its final orbit would be, uh, but yeah, this this thing it worked. Like, if the video is cool to watch because yeah. it's cool technology, it's cool to watch. It's it spins itself around all over the place, but uh, but yeah, it, it is. It's fascinating technology, and I'm, i I like, need someone to explain to me how
1: this. the camera faced down the entire time. <laughs> like how them, like, you know, what I'm saying, like how is that thing not just spinning it at a fucking you know just randomized fucking chaotic fucking spin rate like how did they get that thing just to shoot out like a top and have the camera face down the entire time i don't understand that it's
0: a good question i don't have the answer for you uh but no this is i still think this is like one of my favorite space things is is this spin launch uh and pretty kind of like revolutionary idea and I would just...
1: I know, man. Really Neil love Neil said he wanted room. to come on the show. Like, we need a, We need Neil to, to, to just lay this all out for us. Like, Neil, if you're not listening, which I know you're not, like, <laughs> like we need you. Can you imagine when, like, the
0: first person who thought of this, like, when he brought this up in, like, an office meeting, and <laughs> he's just like, he's, he's like, yeah, why don't we just launch stuff up? You know, kind of like a, you know old slingshot. Well, yeah, <laughs> I imagine
1: dude was watching, like, some some crazy ass movie you know where they put the rock in the sling and spin it over their head and shoot the rock and they're like why yeah why don't why don't we do that with other kinds of shit like <laughs> like technically this like this technology is very ancient <laughs> like, like we've been doing this shit for a long time all right. Before we get into this, you got to switch the order of these. lights. you got to save the 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 other one for last. Like, we can't, we can't, <laughs> right. we can't talk about this next one and then go into something serious. Right. Like, you gotta, you okay. gotta rotate all right. them. All right. All right. all right, all right, all right.
0: The next topic is uh, it's just another follow up to uh, to the ingenuity and the little helicopter uh, that over there on Mars. This thing's still chugging along, and it's. Being fa- it was only supposed to. Like, one of the most amazing things is this thing was only supposed to fly a total of five times and be dead after a month. Uh, and this this thing is still going uh, a year over a year later. I
1: love it when my and, tax dollars overachieve.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but the uh, the ingenuity helicopter over there on Mars, it was having some battery issues because they probably like. All they probably needed was like a windshield wiper on its solar panels, <laughs> yeah. but they just didn't think you know. that this thing was going to last so long that it needed a way to clean its solar panels. So it's getting uh, way less solar energy than it should. I don't should. understand how
1: they didn't know that, man. Mate Damon had to do that <laughs> shit in the Martian a bunch of times. Like, I don't, like, how are they not, how are they not on that? I,
0: I, because they only thought this thing was going to last 30 <laughs> days. <laughs> they didn't think this thing was going to go. Uh, so it's getting way less solar energy than it's supposed to. And uh, the batteries got to such a critical point. Uh, that they had to shut it down until it could get to a certain level of charge uh and and turn it back on uh and they've made all kinds of adjustments to where like the temperature dropped to like 100 degrees below fahrenheit uh below 0 in fahrenheit uh over there at nighttime uh and it's supposed to kick on at like 5 degrees to keep the batteries warm uh because lithium batteries don't do very well in cold and they've they've now like scaled that down to where it's only going to turn on its heater at negative forty degrees because in order to try to save energy, so they're doing everything they can to limp this thing along, knowing that it's not going to get full battery power anymore. Uh, but, but everything they get out of it is week. a
1: bonus, right? Like yeah. everything they get out of here out of it from this point on is a bonus, so they can't be too mad about it.
0: Yeah. After after a tense week uh of, of having to shut it down and, and wait, it's back online. Ingenuity's <laughs> back.
1: So That's the thing, <laughs> so it's is we'll if the solar panels are dirty it. and the lithium battery just ain't holding as much, like you only get to use it once a month, man. Sorry about it. It's like my kids power wheel because I always forget to charge it. Like, sorry kids. It's fucking, it's fucking dead. Like, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow your lazy ass dad will plug this motherfucker in so you could enjoy it, your best life. Cause I constantly forget to plug that motherfucker in. And the look of disappointment on the girl's face every time they just see the frozen car and they're like, can we try the frozen car? I'm like, ah no sorry Sorry about it that should be dead that should be dead (laughs) and they're just like sheer look of disappointment in their father is just fucking horrible (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) all
0: right now we can talk about our last story of the day uh I mean, I'm sure that you run with it. Uh,
1: Okay. All right. So, you know, we like aliens. We, 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 (laughs) we're, we're trying to figure out how we can make contact with aliens. We, we send out radio signals. We send out TV signals. You know, Elon shot a Tesla out there. Like we, we're actively, you know, Sliding into alien DMs any possible way that we can, right? <laughs> well in traditional DM sliding fashion, our newest idea to attract aliens and get them to pay attention to humans is to send dick pics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> send nudes. Send nudes. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> I just I just get this fucking picture of some gray alien, you know, the gray big-eyed alien just like finding a signal and like, you know, they're they're sitting in their spaceship like scanning everything and then all of a sudden they get a signal and they they hit whatever translate button they got on their fucking screen and just boom, dong and it's oh, like oh, it's like 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 every, the millions of women that are ever, that bravely surf the internet on their own time. (laughs) I just don't understand the point of this. I don't
0: understand it either.
1: Like maybe they're not coming here now, because we got clothes, bro. Like like every time we see a movie, the aliens come butt ass naked. Like maybe we just need to yeah put it all out there, man. Let them know that like it's the don't don't fear our t shirts, man. <laughs> like, it's it's <laughs>
0: like, well, NASA. I mean, NASA's behind us, right? And <laughs> I don't I mean, like again. I'd like to I'd like to see the boardroom that this got passed on and. In the, the NASA headquarters, but this is a pixelated naked person. They're not sending real nudes, not yet, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's a pixelated picture of, of a dude, naked guy and a naked girl, both of them waving because they wanted them to look friendly. A broken piece of DNA strand... And some falling objects to simulate that. Hey, we have gravity.
1: Because if if an alien gets it, they have any context for any of this.
0: (laughs) That's that's what that like that is what is wild to me. Is like these are the brightest minds in space, and they truly think like this. This is it. This is this is what the aliens would need to have to know that we can be communicated (laughs) with safely. So like my is a pixelated (laughs) waving naked. Dude. Like, and in my mind, my mind went
1: running with this the minute I saw it. I was like, so, so, so. What kind of dong we send in? We send in massive dongs, like porn star dongs, like to scare, to scare the shit out of ants. We send in, we send in tiny dongs like Michelangelo because, because that was supposed to symbolize civility and, and not savagery. Yeah. Like, like we send in Tiggle Bitties. Are we like, we, like, what are we sending here? Like what would, you know, there's, there's not one cookie cutter model of the human form, you know? So what do we think is the best? <laughs> like dad so, bods, dad uh, bods, I'll... and fupas, or <laughs> no, <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> are we? <laughs> or are we sending Barbies and Kens, man? Like, what is what's good?
0: <laughs> okay, so I'll paint the picture of the pixelated image that I'm looking at right now. Uh, for those who aren't going to go let, and us let, like pixelated this. news, is is
1: is. Dude is dude hiding in the corner of the gym locker room, or is he? Or is he full shower towel in it? Back to the fucking back to the okay, hit, <laughs> towel on the shoulder.
0: <laughs> towel, towel on the shoulder. You don't cover this one up. Uh, and, so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a quite athletically built. Uh, Buff guy with again it's not it's yeah, it's not like the the statue of David. (laughs) Aliens Uh, could be really disappointed when they (laughs) land, bro. (laughs) Really really disappointed when they land. Again, it's it's not a very detailed penis. (laughs) But it it, but it but it is longer than the than the than the bag. So (laughs) So you at least have that going for it. Unlike David. and then, what I'd say about the 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 naked woman is normal size. We would call it, you know, B cup size. <laughs>
1: Somebody's fapping and, to it.
0: <laughs> and, very, and very, very homely hips. Uh, <laughs> very childbirthing hips. Uh, oh man, that's that's what they get.
1: Man, I, right. I, I
0: I spent way we spent way more time on this description than I ever intended on. <laughs> I might have to edit all of this out. Uh, the-
1: We're asking the hard questions that need to be asked, folks. That's, that's our job here. Instead of telling everybody just to go to the link, I found it way more helpful oh, to for describe sure. it to you. No <laughs> one goes to the show notes. We're not stupid. Like, nobody, nobody, nobody goes no to the link. show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they wanted to know that dong size. You know they did. <laughs> and we're here to give it to you folks. Fucking space nudes, man. If the All world right. couldn't get any fucking weirder we- <laughs> Man, I saw this article and I couldn't I couldn't send it to you fast enough. I really I really couldn't. <laughs> oh right. man.
0: That is a week. That's that's it. Weekend news. Yeah.
1: Top 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 this one next week. NASA, I dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <I> fucking try. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, as always, whatever. Join us over in the community. Hit us on. Uh,
1: Do the things. Spotify. Spotify. Give yeah, us a Spotify. On
0: Spotify. Do it. Um. But <coughs> that we'll talk to you. In, we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you over in the community, and uh, we'll we'll bring you the hard hitting news <laughs> once again.
1: Next week. Tiggle Space Biddies.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: See ya. All right, until next time. <laughs>